Are you good to go? I think, yeah, it didn't pop up on the screen. <laughs> it did not? Okay. No, well, hold so on. I guess we're good. I guess we're good. I'm just going to double check. It's recording, so here's hoping. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker, and I apologize if you heard all that. We were having some uh, some interesting technical <laughs> difficulties right now. I just want to make sure that we are recording. Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, so today, uh, before, I can, before I start introducing my guest uh, for tonight, I'm going to say the little blurb I always say. So if you want to follow, like, or subscribe to whichever channel you're watching us from so that uh, you can get the notifications when the new podcasts are coming on, just make sure to hit that button. And today I have, uh, I always say I have an amazing guest, but this one is is extra amazing because it's a, it's a really good friend of mine. We've known each other forever, at least uh, a good 25 years. We've, we've done a, a life so, yeah. together. Yeah, so I have with me Mr. I'm going to call him Mr. That's so funny. Wafik <laughs> Nazdrell. Well, I am Wafik. a Mr. <laughs> you are a Mr. I identify as a Mr. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Wafik is, uh, I always say, he's my favorite comedian. Um, really funny man, and I'm not, he's always just like that. You'll see, you probably just uh, caught a glimpse of it. He's always just so cheerful and makes everybody laugh. Uh, I do believe he identifies himself as the funniest one-eyed Canadian Egyptian uh, comedian, I think. <laughs> I used to. There's three more now. <laughs> oh, are you serious? No. You have competition? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting. Yeah, right. I can't go by that reference. Uh, it's going to be an interesting episode, everybody. I'm warning you ahead of time. I was just telling Wafik that uh, I'm having difficulty speaking today, and um, I'm just not that uh, quick. So Wafik <laughs> is uh, definitely going to keep me on my toes today because he's always cracking jokes. Uh, so, like I said, he's been a comedian and for ever and uh i don't know how long it's been but it's been quite some time 27 years 27 years that's amazing that is amazing and it's still really just coming up with amazing amazing material so if you want to just uh, briefly share your story and then tell uh, tell us uh who you are and how you got here uh i'm a comedian you asked me to do your podcast i love you to death <laughs> so i said yes <laughs> And that's how I get my guests sometimes. I just called Wafik and say, hey, did you want to just get on my show, please? And yeah, said, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy my time with you. And, and it's, just, yeah. this is, it's always fun when I hang out with you. Yeah, we always get a good, good laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So tell us just a little bit briefly your history, how, uh, how you ended uh, up in Canada and then well, how you ended up becoming actually, a that's an that, That's a really interesting story. We're going back to like when I was three years old um, and Egypt was about to go to war again. And my parents didn't want us to be in Egypt during the war. And the president at the time was Nasser. This is before Sadat. And he uh, was born. I can't remember the, when he was born, but anybody born his year and before was allowed to leave Canada and didn't, or leave Egypt and was, didn't have to serve in the military. Wow. Anybody younger than the president would have to serve in the military. My dad was born the same year. So my mom convinced him 
to move to Canada for a better life. He actually came in 71. We moved here in 72 on my fourth birthday. Wow. That is amazing. And I yeah. know from uh, you have some good bits too. You have your own special on comedy now. You talk about yeah. uh, coming in and how it was. Uh, so I did not know that. I just learned something after 20 something years. <laughs> yeah. I just found out something. That is awesome. Um, how did you get into comedy? I've heard something, I, and I've heard because we have a lot of friends in common. We grew kind of. We didn't go to school together, but we kind of hung out with the similar, yeah, the same people. We, we, yeah, the same uh, circles, I think. So I don't know if the story that I heard is the real one, because you know how friends talk. So I just want yeah. to know, how did you get it? How okay, the, it real, the real story is, I, I used to go to Lester B. Pearson's High School in Ottawa, and I'd graduated. I, and I'd actually graduated college, and I was working. And my brother was still going to Lesby Pearson. And he told me that Yuck Yucks was going there. And they had this, they were doing a show. And they had this open call to the students and faculty to come up and do some time, you know, do some stand-up before the actual show. And my brother told me about it. And he's like, and I said, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, you, are you going to go watch? He said, only if you do it. And I said, well, I don't do stand-up. And he said, you should. You're the funniest person I know. And I'd never even thought of doing it. I loved watching uh, all the stand-up back then. I mean, everybody watched Delirious. And, uh, yeah. and you know, I never thought of actually doing it. So I, I wrote some stuff. They wouldn't let me do it at the school because I wasn't in, the, in mm. even as an alumni, I couldn't do it. So they, and then the guy that, that uh, saw my audition said, why don't you just go do the, do the amateur night? You don't even need to do this. And that's exactly what I did. It took three shows before I actually became addicted to comedy. It was okay. my third set. But like the first set was uh, I got drunk. I was nervous. Uh, the second set, I, I was much better. Uh, I did, but I only did about a minute 47 because that's all I could remember. And I got off stage and the assistant manager actually praised me because he said a lot of times people just stand there trying to kill time. But you, you know, you did what you did. And you left and what you did was funny. Come back again. So the third time I remembered everything. I did it stone cold sober and I enjoyed the hell out of it. That's amazing. Mm. That is awesome. That's not the story I heard at all. So I'm glad you shared that. <laughs> What's the story you heard? <laughs> now I'm curious. I, I heard that you were sitting in at a show, a comedy show, and the guy was bombing. And you, this, you, I guess your table or something started heckling. Oh. And the guy said, the guy said, well, if you think you can do better, come up. And you came up and oh, you wow. killed it. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> that would have like been badass. Too. I don't do, yeah. I don't do badass, man. <laughs> I have <laughs> done shows, like I've been in the crowd and it's not going well. And I've been asked to get up and, you know, be a little spike in the show. And that has right. happened. And, and most of the times it works. Um, but no, that I wish I, I started that way. <laughs> Pretty cool. But I like your story still. I like the fact <laughs> that you say it took it took three tries or I mean three sets to for you to, to actually fall into it. Because well, a lot of people that get into uh, comedy, they don't realize that it could you kind of warm up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I bombed my first time. I, I glossed over it because it was such a horrible set. The only laugh I got, I did a really bad pun. Can I swear on this show? 
Of course. Okay. <laughs> so everybody so just I, watch out if your your ears are sensitive. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> I just I did a really bad pun. A woman booed me and I said, You can't boo me. It's my first time on stage, you fucking bitch. That was the biggest laugh I got. <laughs> and I loved it. And I was like, I like that one a lot. I never that, not the bit, but I liked the laugh and I knew I wanted more of that. Yeah. And that's actually why I said, okay, but I don't think they want me back. But George, the assistant manager said, yeah, come back. Nobody gets it the first time. I mean, yeah, maybe next time be sober. I'm like, okay, I can yeah. do that. <laughs> well, that's a good one too. <laughs> good advice there. <laughs> so where would you, um, that's something that's kind of my own personal questions to know more about you, but uh, what's your inspiration for your material? Cause you come up, I, I've, I mean, I see your shows often and you off, you always have something new. So it's never the same set all the time. How, uh, what inspires you? Uh, I'm, I've been watching a lot of Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. I want <laughs> to do comedy that that isn't easy. You know what I mean? I don't like, it's like, uh, there's so many comedians that go up and do, stuff that's easy and safe and they kill and that's fine i have some jokes that that are really great that i love and i know they're not going to work all the time and i'm cool with that now like because i know they're funny and i think that's part of the evolution of a comedian you just get better and you start knowing like you're not going to kill all the time especially with certain material but i don't want to be easy and i want to talk about things that matter and that's Mm -hmm. more along the lines of what i'm doing now yeah. Yeah. Cause you do have a broad range of topics and they're all kind of, they can be all controversial. <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> and the get... problem is sometimes I go to a show and I'm like, these people seem way too nice for what I'm about to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get the Canadian side of things too, when it starts to get a little uh, spicy or, you know, a little controversial, <laughs> everybody goes quiet, you know, yes. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> Ottawa. Like, <laughs> yeah that's true yeah Ottawa's it's a whole other a whole other yeah. town <laughs> um it, I I just I wanted to ask what life looks like through Wafik's eye because you have you always for anybody uh watching or or listening in this is just how Wafik is he's always just kind of joking around very uh open about anything and um you t- like you say you talk about some pretty uh, heavy topics at times, but it just you make it lighter, just the way that you present yourself. So, what is? How do you see life? How do you? How does life uh, look through your eye? I, I I think life is just you know like knowing that we got a very short time here. If you notice anything you do, anything you dread, like if you go to a, if you're going to a meeting or something you're not looking forward to, hanging out with family. It's over in a blink, and that's stuff you don't want to do. So imagine how quick things that you do want to do goes by. And that's why that's why I say, I always say, enjoy every second of every second, because it'll be done quick, and you'll be looking back going, I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. I should, I should have been more involved. And that's why the, the, the one thing that drives me crazy about my days of when I was on drugs and, and weed I lost so much time being in clouds and foggy and just now the clarity and knowing how much of life I missed. I've gone through 20 years just in a haze. Right. Yeah. Now, 
Sorry, yeah. go ahead. <clears throat> so now I'm just trying to enjoy and make up for that time. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I'm glad you fall on that, but I, I appreciate you bringing that up because that is the reality of the the field that you're in with when you mentioned about, well, the, you know, yeah, getting, I, getting I drunk before it. this set. Yeah, so it, it is a reality. How how long yeah. have you been sober? I know you've mentioned that the other day, but uh, I forget. It'll be it'll be six years, seven years in January, January first. I wanted to make a New Year's resolution that I wanted to stick with, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what I did because everybody always said they never work, and then I said, well, <clears throat> I didn't go to AA, I didn't go to NA, I just wanted to quit, and I did, and never had a relapse off the drugs. I smoked a little bit of weed after my mom passed away. Um, and I had one drink too many <laughs> a couple of months ago. So I'll never do <laughs> that again. <laughs> okay. But that's amazing. The, the, the monkey's off my back. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you were able to, uh, to to do it and not slip back into it, then then yeah. that's good. Oh, that's amazing. And, and because you're in that industry where it's so easily accessible, yeah, it's not easy I mean, to go cold I, turkey I, and it's, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing when you're an yeah. entertainer. I mean, it's free. A lot of times it's the audience that brings it to you and you're like, yeah, let's do this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Not easy. Um, some of the stuff that you talk about, and that's why I wanted to ask you um it's in your early bits, you would talk about the culture of cultural differences from growing up and then hanging out yeah. uh, with Canadian friends. <laughs> and then and you also <laughs> talk what I love. I love your bits about the differences between Canada and the States. But uh, um, yeah, so what, how, how do you, because you presented in such a good way, a lot of people could get upset when you start comparing the cultures. But um, how could you say the cultural differences can be funny and it can it can be hilarious. And, and, and it can, it can be. It. I think what, one of the things for me is I found a really unique way of being likable. So they know that what I'm saying, I'm not being serious. And I can say some horrible things too. And they let me get away with it because it's behind a smile and a pleasant voice. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. like no malicious intent. It just, look, this is this and this is this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's harsh. It's stupid, whatever. And then, uh, it, but you just it, find a way to, I find a way to just bring it across. Mm-hmm. It very relatable. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's just, uh, and I encourage anybody to to look at some of uh, Wafik's videos and you'll see it just, yeah. uh, it flows. Like there's no, <laughs> it, it wouldn't really upset anybody, which is great. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I got to do on uh, my recording. I didn't think I was going to get to do these bits, but I got to do some stuff. Uh, that uh, really pushes the envelope. I won't mm-hmm. do it here, but like when the album comes out, there's going to be a section of stuff that's uh, that I didn't think would be on there. I might even actually call the track. I can't believe this is on here. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to hear We'll talk about the recording a little bit later because I, I definitely want to plug that in there because it's uh it's it's great. Um, Wafik just recently did a, a live recording, a live al- album, so we could talk about that a little bit later. Uh, what would you say is the the hardest thing about being a, a comedian or getting started as a comedian? Um, 
Well, getting started, uh, it, it's just finding your groove, finding your voice, writing stuff that's good, original, and that's going to get you noticed. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting on tour, being able to maintain uh, writing and performing as much as you can. The hardest thing about touring, especially through the whole thing, is just the daytime. You're away from your family and your loved ones. That downtime weighs on you. And that's when you start doing drugs, drinking, mm-hmm stuff like that. And that was the thing. I always kept it on the road. It was when it came to, came home with me that I was like, okay, this is a problem. But I had fun with it for a little while. And then I realized, okay, you know what? It is a big problem and I have to quit. Um, mm-hmm. So when you're first starting, it's just, a, it's just a matter of, you know, especially now, it's about letting people know your brand. And writing and performing and building a reputation and having people become fans like I still can't get my head around the fact that people are fans I mean I I, I it's, it's cool that they like my comedy but to actually call themselves fans is really neat to me <laughs> that's awesome because I am I am a big fan and I will always be the one that goes oh I know him he, I know him I, I, we're tight I know him so I'll always brag that I know you <laughs> that's awesome um it's kind of the same question, but what kind of sacrifices have you had to, to, to make? Uh, to uh, honestly, I, okay. in my case, I think both my divorces were because of stand-up comedy. Uh, mm. Lost time, even now, with family. Uh, they have parties and get-togethers that I can't go to because I have a show that night, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of personal life is lost. But it is for the greater good if you really want this. Right. Yeah, it's not easy. It is. There's many, many comedians do mention that it's hard and it takes a toll on the family life and on the the personal life as well. It Uh, does. I mean, if you get rich enough that you're touring and you're you're doing theaters and, you know, you can fly your spouse in and out to meet you, Mm -hmm. that's one thing. But, you know, you're on the road three, four weeks, five weeks at a time sometimes, and you're not together. Yeah. And you work late nights too. So even if you are uh, home, you know, you're, by the time you get home, you have to wind down because you're probably all hyped up from, from the show. So it's not like you can go straight (laughs) to bed. (laughs) It amazes people. Like I did, I did a show in Richmond Hill. That's a four hour drive from Ottawa and they're like you're driving back I'm like yeah I'm not going to sleep for four hours I can do this yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean at my age I, I rolled into town like oh my god I can't do this anymore <laughs> but you know <laughs> adrenaline is fun and then you get yeah. off stage and you still have it in you you know yeah yeah that is a big sacrifice um mm-hmm. what advice this is what I like to do on my show is uh you know some kind of wisdom that we wish we would have known when we were younger to make life easier. What advice uh, would you give? What, what advice would take, you give people? Take school seriously. It is so important. I wish I took school more seriously. I wish I had the life that, that, my, that education could have provided, but I was too stupid to realize that the future needs, you got to be involved in the present. You know what I mean? I wish I could go back and tell younger me, Get great, good grades. Take school seriously. Life is so much better when you finish university. 
You can do whatever you want when you graduate, but make sure you have that because nobody can take it from you. Right. That's uh, somebody actually mentioned that too in a previous episode. So it's kind of, it's, it's funny that yeah. you're mentioning that too. I, yeah. I, my, Jen and I talk about it all the time. We wish we did some more when we were, when we had that opportunity. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. Look at you doing a public announcement. There. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> All right. What's um? Because you have you have beautiful children. Uh, what kind of is kind of the same? But this is for your own children. What did what do you you want to pass on to your children to make their life easier? Aside from uh, say stay in school. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever you do, make sure it's something you want to do the rest of your life. Uh, mm. I, I, when I was younger, I went into computer programming, uh, in school because it was a wave of the future. It was like the late eighties and everybody was computer was the future of the world. And it was true, but I only did it because my parents told me to, I didn't do it because I wanted to. So I never graduated and never cared. I don't know what I would have gone into if I had the choice, maybe advertising or, or, you know, culinary, but <laughs> I did what they wanted. So, and then, and I think to a certain extent, there's no resentment because I, be, I ended up going to where I wanted to, but it would have been nice, you know, if I'd said, well, oh, I'm paying for my own education. Let me take something I want. Cause it's whatever you do in the future. Once you get to your, you know, twenties and thirties, that's the rest of your life. Make sure you're doing something you want to do. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, I'm definitely with you on that one where it's you, a lot of children are pressured into or young adults are pressured into going some, something that they really don't want to, but it's just what their parents want. So it, it, does, uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't it's work. It's even worse now. I mean, parents are deciding the gender for their own children and it's no longer mm-hmm. about what they're born as. It's just, uh, I don't want to get into that conversation, but I just feel bad for the children today. That's all. Yeah. No, but it's true that if we can tell our children, just do what you love, because if Mm. you don't, and I, I I mean, I've lived that doing something that I wasn't comfortable with. It eats away at you slowly. It does. And then 10, 15 years later, you're just, you know, you're just a shell of a person going, ah, how did I get here? Yeah. 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 We don't want that for our kids, for sure. All right, let's get into the fun stuff. What's new? What are you got going on? You did the, your live recording. What do you got? What's going on with Wafik right now? Uh, just performing wherever I can and uh, having fun. Uh, had a really fun summer with the family. We went to the States a lot, went to a couple of concerts. And um, yeah, I think just, you know, like having more meaningful time with my family, really. Nice. Nice. Everybody's got COVID, but <laughs> it'll be okay when they're better. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> we travel everywhere and come back sick. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it just it builds character. That's, 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 yeah. That way, <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't smell anything. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> just drink more water. That's um, right. <laughs> 
this water has no, no flavor. Water has no flavor. <laughs> there you go. It all worked. Yeah, my son lost his, uh, he lost his sense of taste around it, my oldest one. And it's funny because we cook and he's like, is this, is this supposed to taste that way? Because it's upset. Yeah, exactly. like, I can't believe I still don't have it. Two years later, I still don't have my taste. He's really upset. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. He completely, he, he got it bad and actually in 2020 yeah tell him, tell him to come over i'll make him something he'll taste oh no i'm afraid to ask <laughs> <laughs> lots of salt and pepper <laughs> okay all right that's okay so what, what are you feeding my oh, i wasn't being perverted <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. i didn't even think of that i'm just thinking oh, oh. <laughs> Let's burn something. Now, for anybody who's interested, what is the uh, the live album coming out? I'm hoping November. A uh, couple of things to edit and uh, watch well, that major edit. There's a couple of things to fix up. And then um, hopefully, yeah, by the end of October. Well, probably not by the end of October. Somewhere before December. Okay. I'd like it to be out for Christmas. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I You've had another album out before, haven't you? Yeah, I never pulled the trigger and released it. I sent it to XM and it's gotten played on XM radio. But okay. um, yeah, I never released it to the general population. This one will be for sure. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it. Um, before we go on with that. Uh, how we can reach you and how people can follow you. I always ask this question to all my guests. It's a promise I made for to a, a little girl a while back. So the big question is, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm being it. You're doing it, yeah? Yeah. I got a day yeah. job I like. I got a night job I love. And mm -hmm. I can dictate my time and energy. I can spend as much time with my family as I want to and not sacrifice them anymore. And that's an amazing thing. Um, I feel bad for the time I lost with the previous people. I can't make up for that. Uh, but the people that matter will get my time and I'm spending as much time with my family. Cause you know, ultimately nowadays you're, you know, you do whatever you can, whenever you can. And I feel yeah. bad for the time I lost, but like you said earlier, it's, it's part of the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sacrificing yeah. as much anymore. And that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Yeah. And then the fact that you are exactly where you want to be right now, that's incredible. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's a huge success story. That's amazing. Uh, how can people follow you, reach you, or you know, contact uh, you? I'm only on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> I don't understand Instagram. I don't understand Twitter. So Facebook is where you can find me. Uh, I perform a lot in Ottawa and uh, I'll go anywhere that I can drive back the same night or if you make it worth my while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's awesome that you get to choose now. You know, you yeah. don't have to go everywhere exactly. that's being offered. You get to, yeah. to choose what books for you. And I'll yeah, put somebody, if somebody comments. calls me and says, you want to go to Sudbury? And I'll be like, maybe. <laughs> and then they'll tell me how much and I'll say yes or no based on that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and if everything is paid for or not. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. right. Well, I'll put your Facebook information in the description of this episode oh, yeah, and in the do. comments yeah. so people can follow you. And, I have my fan uh, page they can follow. 
Okay, yes, I'll just write this down as well as so the fan page. So thank you so much. We kept it clean. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised too, fun. actually. Yeah. We didn't delve we'll too do- much into the addiction. <laughs> no, unless you want to. It's up to you. But if you're if you're good with this, well, we could do another episode sometime where we're actually yes, we pers- should do another person episode. to person. Yeah, yeah, person to person, so they can see your dynamic in the <laughs> in action. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank you so that much. It might be more fun. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of, that we could do one where we could just go back and forth and have. Uh, have a good laugh. So thank you yes. so much for coming right. on and for everybody watching. Make sure you like and uh, subscribe to the channel. Follow the channel. Go and, and check out Wafik on Facebook on the Book of Faces and uh, follow <laughs> him as well. And keep a lookout for his live uh, album that will be coming out uh, hopefully today, by Christmas. That would be awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And for everybody that's watching or listening, until uh, next time, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll talk soon. <laughs>